Mulimwanji nonse. Popo, this is Sam Chiwanda, and I'm excited to be part of Humans of Telecom. Hey everyone, a very warm welcome to Humans of Telecom, the Unplugged podcast. This is your host Anurag Agarwal, Chief Growth Officer at Globe Teleservices. For those who are tuning into the show for the first time, firstly I'll ask that where have you guys been all this while? Because this is the one and only place where you can catch a completely different side of the very same folks you meet on Zoom calls and numerous conferences. And that side is the human side of these amazing telecom executives. So today, we bring to you yet another amazing telecom leader. A man who has paved his path through immense hardships and challenges and now lives to tell his tale. He comes from the enigmatic lands of Africa and is slowly conquering the entire continent and very soon the entire world. We are talking about Samuel Chiwanda, popularly known as Sam Chiwanda, founder and CEO of ClickMobile. Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for agreeing to be a part of this journey. We'd love to hear more about you. And from which part of the world are you joining this podcast today? I'm joining you from the beautiful country of South Africa, but I'm originally from Malawi. And uh, Sam, uh, what brings you to South Africa today? So basically, I kind of live here and live in Malawi. So uh, I'm, I'm home in a way. Ah, okay. So South Africa is your home away from home. Yes. And that's a wonderful place to be in. So are you in Johannesburg, Cape Town, some other part of the country? Where are you based? I'm actually in Pretoria. Ah, the capital city. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Wonderful, wonderful, Sam. So once again, thank you for taking out time, uh, especially while you're traveling. So Sam, let's start uh, with the question. So first and foremost, uh, you really spread your wings within the telecom space. So how long have you been in the telecom industry and how did you get into the industry? We'd like to know about Sam, your journey, your personal and professional past. So tell us a little bit more about Sam. So uh, Sam uh, entered into the ministry. I mean, now I'm calling it ministry into the industry uh, through ministry. Yes, because Pastor Bina, uh, I was doing my attachment and Pastor Bina said we have a budget where we should be we should uh, spread the gospel in using technology uh-huh. so that meant i needed to research on how we can communicate to people without the traditional preaching and during my research is when i found messaging when i found voice and when i realized wait there is more to this telecom space than I had ever known and that is where it all began interesting so it's the ministry which got you into the industry and sam yes. uh, how long have you been in this space now you know t- tell us a bit more about your journey i mean you, uh, we know today that you found this company called click mobile was this the very first venture you got into or did you work with other companies what's your journey been like so i i started uh, i had the idea Soon after I left my attachment, that was around 2008, if I'm not mistaken, and I had sleepless nights. I kept thinking about it. Then I did. I worked for one year with uh, a company in Kenya called Aten Enterprises. They had a project with Safaricom where they were building a, a portal, uh, a content portal, and I learned a lot through that project. 
that kind of made me that kind of increased the drive and uh, made me get more energetic and excited and convinced to go into the mobile uh, space. After that, I decided to start uh, my own company. I remember first I called it Click Enterprises. And then the year later, I changed the name from Click Enterprises to Click Mobile. And our first connection was with TNM Malawi through a direct internet connection, which is almost impossible these days. Uh, and that was back in 2011. And Sam, uh, what's it been like ever since? I mean, we still have another 12 years after that. So what else have you been doing since? Okay, it's been tough because um, obviously there was no capital. Uh, I didn't know much about the industry. There was a lot of learning, a lot of things I didn't understand. Um, I remember we used to use a GoDaddy server back then and we had to connect to Airtel. Uh, when we were already connected to TNM. It took us a month to realize that we needed a firewall for us to be able to connect a server to more than one mobile operator. So it's been exciting. It's been fun. It's been challenging. It's been stressful. It's just been a mixture of emotions uh, and, and, uh, and, and, and quite eventful, if I may say. I can imagine, Sam. And uh, from that day till today, uh, where has the journey led you to? How big is your company now? How how much are you spread all around Africa and other parts of the world? So right now we are in uh, we are in about uh, I think about eight countries in Africa, uh-huh. and we just moved into the Middle East for the first time. Um, obviously, we started with Malawi, then we moved into Botswana then moved into Zambia, then moved into Ghana. Now, what was interesting about Kenya, when I'd gone to register ClickMobile, we just realized the ClickMobile name was taken. And as we did the search, the lawyer says, but Sam, this company is under your name and it was registered in 2012. Then I remember that in 2012, I registered ClickMobile in Kenya just to preserve the name and when we went back to register last year, I had forgotten that I had registered ClickMobile in Kenya already. <laughs> so it was, it was quite exciting when the lawyer sent us the name. It's like, this company is written under your name and it's, uh, it was registered in 2012. So it was quite an, an interesting um, uh, discovery. Then obviously we, we set up in Ghana. Uh, now we are we're, we're in Benin and trying to conquer the Francophone uh, space. And uh, what was your fascination with this name, Click Mobile? Honestly speaking, I think the fascination came from the word click. Because uh-huh. remember, we're first click enterprises. So I just wanted something easy and straightforward uh, right. without complications. Because I remember uh, our first logo was actually a Kesa for a oh. mouse. See the Kesa? Yes, oh. it was a Kesa. Then as we kept improving it, uh, other with, as the team grew, people came with different ideas and, and then we moved to Click Mobile. But I think the original name was actually Click. Got it. Got it, Sam. So Sam, uh, you've had a fairly interesting journey so far and I'm sure there are many stories to share. But if I ask you for one moment, uh, the most memorable or the most impactful moment so far in your career, which one would that be? I think for me, it was the Rocco Awards because 
every time you're working to to close a deal, to make money, to fix a problem, to solve a problem, to get a new route, to get new connections. But this one time, you're being recognized. I, I think right. it was quite an emotional moment for me. Actually, I think I was emotional throughout the night because I'd never seen a situation where people would actually feel like you've made a difference and you deserve uh, a rec- some form of recognition. Right. So Rocco Awards uh, were the highlight of my career, if I can say. That's wonderful. And uh, for all the listeners here, uh, Sam's referring to the Rocco 100 survey, which was held to identify the top 100 most influential executives within the uh, telecom space and Sam finished within the top 10. So that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was a very humbling moment, very humbling moment, if you ask me. And I'm sure you are also among the uh, award winners. And yeah, I do. You, you relate <laughs> to this feeling. <laughs> Absolutely. I was there at the event as well. And I think it was a fabulous night. You know, we all, uh, it was a humbling moment for all of us when, uh, we all got our awards and it was uh, something which will be a memory that we'll cherish forever. <laughs> yes, Wonderful. And uh, Sam, so on that note, we move to the human side, as we say in this podcast. So we'd love to hear a little bit more about Sam. So Sam, let's talk outside of work. You know, we, we've understood that you worked your way up and uh, s- spread your empire in eight to 10 countries now globally. That's fantastic. But how does Sam unwind? You know, what keeps you going what brings you that energy and passion that keeps you motivated i love meals i love dinner i love hanging out with friends just eating and just having fun i think for Uh me at the end of a day i look forward to dinner with people that i can have amazing conversations with that are outside telecom interesting so sam which would be your most uh favorite meal you know tell us something about uh, are you into cooking as well or is that something you leave to others and you enjoy eating the wonderful meals <laughs> I, I, I fancy cooking uh, but uh-huh. i get exhausted before i even start buying the groceries <laughs> but i pray that one day i can have the energy just to go and cook uh, otherwise my favorite food is african dishes i love the we call it hard body chicken. I love mm-hmm. the the you see the intestines of a stomach. I love mm-hmm. vegetables. I love organic food. That is the kind of food that actually moves me. Yeah, I can imagine. And uh, sadly for me, I guess. Uh, so I'm a vegetarian. So people, uh, some of my friends tell me that I'm missing out on some of the most uh, uh, fascinating delicacies one can have. And I remember when I was in South Africa, somebody told me that, did you try lion's meat? And I was like, no, I think it's even <laughs> tough to imagine eating lion's meat. And um, once I went out there, I actually came to know that that's quite a delicacy and something which one doesn't otherwise easily get to try. So, I mean, of course, I gave it a hard pass, but uh, I can imagine that some of the African uh, delicacies are something that is uh, uh, paradise for one who likes such food. <laughs> Just a quick disclaimer, though. I am. I eat what my mom taught me. I'm uh-huh. not experimental like a few friends of mine who will uh, try. Um, like, for instance, I've never tested prawns. Uh, I've never tested uh, squids. 
if my mom didn't teach me, I, I, I avoid it. I don't have the tongue of, uh, of trying new things, but I enjoy traditional food. All right. And I'm sure that uh, your mom must be very proud of you that you are sticking to the <laughs> things which you've had in the past. And I guess that's your, that becomes one's comfort food. And, you know, one, I, for one, also, you know, I'm not very experimental when it comes to new types of cuisines. So I can totally relate to where you're coming from. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, Sam, uh, now we're going to play um, a couple of games which we play with all our guests and we look forward to some fun uh, spontaneous responses. So the first one is that I'm going to be throwing a couple of words towards you. And for each of those words, I'd like to know what is the first thought that comes up in your mind. And we'd want you to be spontaneous. Uh, as I say to all my guests that be spontaneous, be genuine and be human. So I'll throw those words and I look forward to what you have to say. Are we ready? Yes, I'm ready. Wonderful. So the first word is uh, telecom. For me, when moment you talk of telecom, I think connectivity. I think uh, like now being able to talk to somebody in India. Uh -huh. Moment, I think that's what comes into my mind when I think telecom. Absolutely, and you know that's uh, even though there is so much science behind it. For me, I still find this entire uh, world of connectivity quite magical in its own way. Yes. The fact that you are right now in Africa, I'm sitting in India, but it feels like you are literally next door. So exactly. I can relate to what you're saying. Exactly. Absolutely. All right. Uh, the next one is uh, motivation. Motivation for me is drive. You know, the energy that gets you to start moving, even when you don't feel like moving. I think that's what motivation is. And what is Sam's motivation? I think my motivation is making a difference, especially for my family and people that I love and just see if I can give them a better life. Awesome. And I'm sure you're succeeding absolutely on that. So wonderful. The next one is uh, family. Family right now, it's basically my mom and dad. And I thank God he's kept them alive for long. And I hope mm -hmm. in the near future, it will be my wife and kids. Oh, you're single, huh? Yeah, I'm not married yet. <laughs> ah, so, so ladies and gentlemen, we have a very eligible bachelor amongst us. <laughs> somebody who is a CEO of a company spread across the world and somebody who is a very strongly oriented family man. So I think, you know, uh, Sam, I'm hoping maybe, who knows, this podcast might be heard by somebody who's the future Mrs. Chawanda. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all in God's hands. It's all in God's hands. Of course, I, I totally agree. Mm. So since you say God's hand, the next word is faith. Faith, I mean, they, there's nothing that one can achieve or do without God's guidance. I mean, it, I mean I, I'm a strong believer of God. Um, I'm very religious. I'm sure you've seen it through my posts. Uh, God comes first and everything else comes second uh, because that's what grounds us. That's what uh, makes us be kind to each other. That's what makes us love one another. It, it gives us the, the, the rhythm of life. If it's not in sync with God, it is disaster. I can totally agree with that. And uh, yeah. for all the listeners, you know, if you follow Sam on uh, LinkedIn, 
or if you're connected with him on WhatsApp, you know, uh, it's very heartening to see all the posts that Sam keeps putting up. You know, he puts up a lot of stuff which is around motivation and especially around thanking God, you know, for whatever he's done in life and wherever he has reached. So, Sam, I can totally resonate with your thoughts out here. And the last one is a podcast. I think uh, when it comes to podcast, uh, I've, I've never been very big at it. But obviously, Humans of Telecom has joined the list. And uh, uh, Jay Shetty's uh, uh, podcast, I've followed it quite a bit. It's, it's really quite inspiring. And I, I, love, I love the interviews he has there. Um, and once in a while, when I need to unwind and move away from the, the, the stress in the work world, I, I will tune on to those uh, podcasts to ease my brain. Yeah, in fact, uh, Jay Shetty, his uh, podcast is called On Purpose. Yes. And he does uh, put up a lot of interesting content. You know, even I follow him. Uh, I've read one of his books also. And, uh, you know, I think uh, you you get a lot of uh, insights uh, through his podcast in particular and generally podcasts as well. And even through Humans of Telecom, it's been interesting to get insights into people and connect people at a very different level. So, yep, uh, once again, I totally agree with what you think about podcast <laughs> yes 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 awesome so uh, sam the next game that we are gonna play is and uh, you know it's an honest disclaimer that i have tried and tried and failed miserably at winning and my guest always walks away as the winner so uh, i'm gonna ask you to say three sentences uh, two of them have to be the truth and one of them has to be a lie and I'll give an honest shot at trying to guess which one is a lie. So, let's see. Uh, would you have three such sentences for us today? Yes. Let's. Are you ready? Absolutely. Okay, let's start with the first one. Um, I've never worked from an MNO before. Mm -hmm. I started my business with really good capital. Okay. I attended my first Africa Com from a bank overdraft using what they call invoice discounting. <laughs> all right so uh sam i would like to believe that uh okay i think it's possible that you have not worked in a telecom company a lot of people uh even i before i got into telecom you know i mean uh i never imagined i'll be in that space so i'll i'll presume that's the truth i'll also presume that you must have had some capital to start off with because you really made it quite big over a period of time uh, what seems a bit far-fetched is that you had to go in for a bank overdraft uh, and invoice discounting to attend an event. So I'll say the third one is a lie. So what is it? Actually, the lie is the second one. I started my business with good capital. I started my business with, with negative capital. Zero, zero, negative, negative. Oh, my God. Sam, so... Yeah. The, okay, that's... <laughs> Well, I think more interesting than the lie is the truth that you actually had to go in for a bank overdraft. So why don't we hear a bit about that story? You know, uh, what did it take for you to attend your first event? And then we'll come to the capital part as well. So so I had been told that Africa Com is, uh -huh. is a big event and uh, it's going to help my business grow. I'll meet other players in the, in the, in the, in the telco space and I needed to go there, but I didn't have the money. So mm -hmm. we had a customer that owed us some money and I went to the bank and said, I don't have capital. How can I get money to go for this trip? 
And they said, if you have a, a, a company that is is going to pay you in the near in the, in a month or two, let them uh, fill this form and uh, specify that they'll pay this money to your account, mm -hmm. and the finance director should sign. If they do that, you bring it to us, we'll give you 25% of the value of the invoice so that when they pay, it clears the more like advance you've taken. And that's how I did, and it worked, and that's how I got myself to Cape Town. <laughs> Man, that's, that's super impressive, you know. And, uh, you know, I think we all uh, take so many things in life for granted, and one would presume that one typically has the money required to attend an event, but... Uh, to our listeners out here, here's a man who actually uh, faced hardships to even attend his first event. So, Sam, that that's impressive. And uh, let's hear a bit more about your company. What so you you started it without any capital? How did that go about? I don't like talking about this because I get emotional. But all I can say is, I think if I was told to start Click Mobile again today, I wouldn't do it because it was a really tough journey. It it was. The, the, when I sometimes when I think of the things I went through, uh, I ask myself if it was really worth it. But yeah, it was tough, man. It was tough. It needs a whole podcast to have that conversation. By the way, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's a whole episode on its own uh, because it's it's uh, ten years of uh, debt, running away from people you owe. It's a whole, it's a whole, it's a whole, it's a whole, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Let's preserve it for another day. Gosh, Sam. So firstly, I think being emotional is exactly what this podcast is about, right? It's showing your human side. So yes. uh, that's exactly what we hope that uh, our guests actually show their true emotions. And I can imagine, um, I can't say I, I can empathize because I've not been on the entrepreneurship path like you've been. You've been the more daring one amongst the two of us. But uh, I can imagine that, you know, it's a journey of its own. And I think in a difficult country like Africa, surviving and making it big. So I'm sure uh, that, that there's a lot to learn out there. But if I ask you for any one interesting anecdote or an interesting story, is there any one incident you would like to talk about, you know, spend a minute and talk about something which was uh, an un unexpected part of your journey? Let me share, let me share an experience at Chibuku. Um, uh -huh. So I'm, 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 I'm in debt. My phone is ringing. Everybody wants their money. Um, mm -hmm. My parents don't understand what's going on. They think I'm losing it because you finish school. You're supposed to be looking for a job. It doesn't make sense. You're running around like a madman saying you want to start a company with no experience, no money. So Chib I get a phone call from the MD of Chibuko to say, we're looking for an, a service that we feel you can deliver. So this, I, I quickly run to a hotel, sit at the lounge, and draft a contract, draft an invoice, uh, and this was going to at least take care of some of the loans I had, especially one person who was bothering me a lot. Then I get to the office about 45 minutes later because I really rush things. I get to the office. Just a simple contract, just straightforward. I get to the office. He tells me, you are late. I just signed another company because we oh, needed gosh. it urgently. Uh, I remember I stood. I looked at him. 
and I broke down. I just started crying in front of him. I'm actually crying even now. Okay, anyways, wow, I'm just a very emotional person, man. But it's, it's right. the human part of telecom, right? Absolutely. I stood there. I started crying. And then he said, I'm really sorry, man. I never thought this meant so much to you. Like, I told him this was everything because... I actually told the other guy who was calling, calling me that, look, it looks like something's working out. Give me a few days. I'll pay you. So I asked him if I could sit on his chair or on a chair for about 10, 15 minutes. I cried. And after that, I said, thank you, sir. Uh, I have to go. I hope next time we can get the deal. And I walked out. Yeah, so that's one experience uh, that I can share. And uh, I'm sure there's a happy ending to this story. So how did things work out eventually then? Eventually, there was a, there was a, we were connected to Neximo through mm-hmm. Sync, uh, Sync Africa, which was run by Boaz Yaya then. And all of a sudden, we had a meeting with uh, David Vega, and he said, okay, I'm going to uh, make an order of 50,000 euros. Oh, wow. I couldn't, I didn't understand what was going on. Because that, for me, that was just an amount that didn't make sense. Like, okay, what's going on here? Did he make a mistake? So I remember I sent an email and said, uh, during the call, you said you're going to make an order. Can you confirm how much it is? Because I thought then he would write maybe 5,500 euros. And he retaliated and wrote, we will be making an order of 50,000 euros after the bind is up. Oh, gosh. I was like, what? I remember I knelt down in my office to pray and thank God before we could even invoice, before there was even a contract. But for me, just those words of assurance, and that was the turning point of everything. And that is why David Vega is one person I look up to. Every time I'm around him, I want to learn as much as possible. Uh, I want to understand how he thinks. Uh, I remember we even went on, uh, years later, we became very good friends. We went on on an animal tour in Botswana when we were working on a certain project. And I wanted to, I, I always tried to learn as much as possible because he's one resourceful person who understands the industry and has taught me so, so, so much. That's amazing. Um, and Sam, it's uh, quite uh, ironic that David was here exactly two episodes before. So uh, I know for, for a fact that, you know, he's a wonderful human being. In fact, even for me, he was one of the first few customers I worked with closely, which was Nexmo with Tata Communications. And I can imagine that what an experience it's, it must have been for you. So yeah. hats off to that. And uh, David, shout out to you. I'm sure you're listening to this podcast, whichever part of the world you are partying in right now and uh, having your karaoke moment. So <laughs> thank you once again to make sure that uh, Sam stays afloat and is here to tell his tale today. <laughs> Wonderful. So Sam, uh, uh, as I always say that, you know, it's, it's, it's a fun conversation and one wants to keep going on. But... Uh, time is of essence so we are on the final section so two quick questions firstly we've heard about your first conference where you made your way through with a bank overdraft which are a couple of conferences coming up where somebody can meet sam and learn more about the fascinating stories you have to share i was supposed to go to itw 
unfortunately, the next uh, interview for Visa is in September. Oh. So, ladies and gentlemen, I won't be at ITW because I don't have a visa. But you can mm -hmm. be sure to catch me in Madrid uh, for mm -hmm. the for the uh, SMS uh, Wholesale uh, World Congress. Yes, the Congress, and right. uh, and yeah. So let's let's. I think I'm sure of uh, Madrid. Awesome. And uh, the final question, uh, Sam, which is our signature question. So, what does being human mean to you? What sort of a human being would you want the world to remember you as? For me, I would like the world to remember me as a person who made a difference, as a person who was able to change lives, not because they're related to me, not because I know them, not because we're the same color, but just because they're human. And maybe that can cre create a ripple action where we view every person, regardless of their position, their status in society, as a human being made in the image of God. That's a wonderful thought. So yes, uh, I agree that every human being is eventually an image of God. So yeah, that's that's how we all humans are. So thank you for that, uh, Sam. So Sam, it's it's been wonderful. I was really expecting to hear some of your interesting stories and I'm glad that our listeners got a good flavor of it. Uh, guys, this this man has some amazing stories to share with everyone. And I would uh, encourage you all, follow him on LinkedIn, reach out to him. Uh, I'm sure there is a lot that we can all learn and get motivated by being associated with Sam Chivanda. So Sam, thank you so much for your time and coming on this podcast today. And thank you for inviting me. I really, really take it as an honor. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Thank you so much. And as always, uh, to our wonderful, wonderful listeners here, thanks a lot for tuning into the show. Uh, we really hope that today's episode gave you a wonderful glimpse of this amazing human being known as Sam Chawanda. Uh, starting a business without capital, breaking down in front of your customer, and eventually finding your way to being a winner. Some people have wonderful stories to tell, and Sam is definitely one of them. So do stay tuned in to this podcast because as always, we will be releasing more such episodes and other compelling stories of executives and leaders within the telecom space. And do follow the podcast on your preferred streaming channel. On behalf of Humans of Telecom, this is your host Anurag Agarwal signing off for now. Take care.